welcome to our Kingdom Culture Podcast. For today's message, we are thankful for what God is doing through this podcast to encourage and transform lives around the world. If you have a story to share about how God has encouraged or transformed your life through this podcast, we would love to hear about it by emailing us at mystory@kingdomculture.ca. If you would like to support this ministry financially to help us bring messages like this to you every week, you can do so online at kingdomculture.ca at the give option. We also would love to connect with you on our social media, on Instagram and Twitter at KC Ottawa and Facebook at Facebook slash Kingdom Culture Ottawa. We pray that you would experience God today and be encouraged through today's message. Enjoy! Kingdom Culture. Good morning, good morning, good morning. My name is Pastor Brendan Witten. I am so honored to be with you today and to be able to share the word with you as a church family and a church community. I want to start right off the top and give a huge shout out to your amazing pastors, Pastor Sean and Michelle. My wife, Sharon, and I love your pastors so much. They are great friends of ours. We are so thankful for them. And I'm very honored that they would ask me to uh, ask me and give me the opportunity to share the Word of God with you today. Let me, uh, before we dive into the message, just tell you a little bit more about myself. Uh, I've already mentioned I'm married. My wife, Sharon, and I have been married for over 16 years now. We have two beautiful children, Micah and Shiloh. And I also pastor uh, Toronto City Church. So an amazing church that we love. Uh, At least I think it's amazing. Hopefully some other people do too. But a church that we love in the city of Toronto. But uh, we do have lots of connections to Ottawa where you are. Uh, My wife actually spent uh, many of her growing up years there in Ottawa. And so we love your city. We love your region very much. Uh, You know, really, we just love our nation and we're just praying and believing God for what he is doing in our nation. And so... uh, it just, I really have a word the Lord has put on my heart for you today. And, uh, and I want to just, we're going to dive right in. Uh, actually, several words that I think are going to weave and tie together. I'm praying the Lord will really speak to you and minister to you through them. So let's just pray. Let's go before the Lord. I really want to commit this time to the Lord. And, and I want to ask you right where you are right now, really take, uh, you know, I know sometimes when you're watching online, you know, other things are going on. Uh, you know, who knows exactly where you're sitting, where you're watching this. I mean, we've all been in virtual online church for, for the last while. So I, I've spent many times watching church service in my pajamas in my bed. And, and that's totally fine. But what I want to encourage you with it is let's just, in this moment, I want to pray, but I really want to invite you, like, really agree with me. Don't just watch, but really agree with me today because I'm believing God that he is going to really do something significant today, even as, as, as I share and just as the Lord ministers to you and as we are able to pray together at the end. So let's, let's go before the Lord together. Father, we come before you in Jesus' name. Lord, we thank you so much for this day. Lord, we thank you so much for this opportunity that we have just to dive into your word together. And Lord, I thank you just for the presence and the power of the Holy Spirit. Uh, even as I am, I'm sharing here in our studios, and this is going into you know, phones and computers and smart TVs and in homes all over the place, I thank you that, that the Holy Spirit is here with me now. The Holy Spirit is also there with every single person that's watching. And so Holy Spirit, we just welcome you today. Uh, during this time, speak to us, encourage us, convict us, challenge us, minister to us. I thank you for, for uh, a demonstration of your spirit and of power today as the word is brought forward. And so we thank you for this in the name of Jesus and everyone agreed said, 
Amen. 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 All right. Well, before we jump into our first passage, uh, did I mention how much we love your pastors? I, I, I just, they're such amazing people. I, I just want to go back to it again. We are so thankful for your pastors. Um, and I really want to encourage you just be praying for them, be honoring them, be encouraging them. God's blessed you with amazing leaders. And, and I can tell you as a pastoral leader, uh, this last year and a half has been crazy to lead through. And, and I've been so blessed on so many occasions just from words of encouragement, uh, prayers from our church family members, different things they've done to bless us. And I'm sure you guys are doing that already, but I just want to encourage you. Uh, you've got amazing pastors. And just so thank God for them. Back them up in prayer. Encourage them. Stand with them. You know, it's crazy, unprecedented times we're leading through. And, you know, there's days where it just can be really hard, but that, that text of encouragement, that email, that, that phone call from someone can make such a difference. So I just take, you know, I take a moment long here and just, you know, shout them out and, and just encourage you guys to encourage them and bless them and just stand with them this season. You know, one of my favorite, I was trying to think through the years and one of my favorite stories of, of Pastor Sean and myself was uh, we were actually in California together. This is kind of a funny one, I remember. We were in California together. And uh, now, just let you in on something. And you can tell, I mean, Pastor Sean and I are great friends, but this is something where we very much differ because I do not like coffee. I, I just, I have no taste for coffee. I have no interest in coffee whatsoever. Now, I know a couple of you are ready to shut off the screen and say this guy is not of the Lord because he doesn't like coffee, but trust me, it, it's okay. There are people out there who don't like coffee and, and that's me, I'm one of them. So we're in California and Pastor Sean finds out I don't like coffee. Now, I came to understand very quickly that Pastor Sean not just liked coffee, but Pastor Sean loved coffee. Uh, Pastor Sean is a, I mean, he is a coffee guy. So he just could not believe that I didn't like coffee. And, and I could tell it was actually bothering him. Like there was, you know, not in like a really serious way, but more in a fun way, but he was really bothered. So he say, he started talking, he goes, no, no. He goes, this, this is not right. He goes, you just have not tried real coffee. He's like, you have to try all real coffee. And he's like, and I got a place here in Pasadena. I'm going to take you there. You're going to try the coffee. You're going to like the coffee. So I'm like, okay, man. I'm like, I, I don't want to let you down. I, I just, I don't like coffee, but if you want to try, we'll try. So he takes me to this really cool, hip coffee shop. You know, they, they, uh, I don't remember which one it was. I'm sure he'll remember now, but, um, you know, they pour out the coffee and get it all together. And, you know, they do, I don't even know. I'm probably butchering the language on it, but you know, they did the design in the coffee. And I mean, it was a piece of art. So then we sit down at the table and they get the coffee there. And Pastor Sean is just, he's just staring at me. He's just looking at me. And he's just like watching me. And I'm like, I, I clued him pretty quickly. Okay, he, he, he's, he's, he's very intense right now. He wants, he wants to see I'm going to like the coffee. So I thought, okay. And internally, I'm like, man, I'm going to let this guy down. But I'll, I'll try anyways. So, so I take the coffee. I take a sip. And yeah, I didn't like it. Just, you know, it wasn't like it was terrible. But it's just, it's not me. It's not my taste. And so I, I take the sip and I look at him and he's like, so what'd you think? Like, you know, Pastor, I guess that intense look, like he's there with me. He's like, so what'd you think? And I'm like, honestly, man, I don't like it. Like, I, I'm sorry. I just, I don't like the coffee. And I don't remember where the conversation went from there. I'm, I'm sure he forgave me and got over me, but, but I'll always remember for the rest of my life. I will always remember sitting there and Pastor Sean's just looking at me. He's like, how do you like the coffee? So I, I, I probably failed on the coffee front, but there's a whole lot of other fronts that, you know, we connect together in God. And, and so what I wanted to do today, I was really praying and I was asking the Lord, I was saying, okay, what do you want me to, 
you know, what do you want me to serve up today? What do you want me to share? Because I, I always take it really seriously, especially when I have an opportunity to, I mean, I take it seriously in our church community, but, but when I'm invited in to share with another church family, like I don't just want to come up with a message that I think, well, I think this is a good idea. Or I, I think we should talk about this. Like I really ask God and I say, Lord, what do you want me to share? You know, what do you want me to serve up, so to speak? What do you want me to kind of help bring forward today? And, and so as I prayed, it's actually, the, the thing that came out hard, it's actually very simple. But what I felt from the Lord is I want to share with you several different verses and passages that have been encouraging me in the season that we're in. And I really believe that, because uh, it's the power of the Word of God, I believe it will encourage, it's encouraged me many, many times. And I just really felt like God said, just share with kingdom culture. Share with this church family verses that you've been sharing with your church family. Share, share with them verses that have been speaking to you and encouraging you in this season. And so, so I just want to do that. I want to share, you know, I, I don't know, up there in Ottawa, you've been going through what we've been going through in Toronto, but there's been this thing called COVID and uh, we've basically been locked down. The world's been crazy. I mean, we haven't been locked down the whole time. Well, we're here in Toronto, so we're locked down more than anybody else and for longer than anybody else, but I still love my city. I'm thankful for my city. We may, you know, when we get a snowstorm call in the army too, but we won't go there right now. Uh, you know, jumping back into Toronto, I'm thankful, you know, so, so yeah, I, I get the impression it's been impacting you guys there in Ottawa as well. And so it, it's, I mean, all joking aside, obviously it's, it's been a really challenging time. It's been a really challenging season. And I'm sure many of you listening right now, you're going through some challenges right now. Uh, I mean, I know I am. I know our church family is. I know I'm having pastoral conversations with people and there's some, some big things that are going on. So, you know, we're, we're all going through this together. It, it is, you know, all joking aside, all fun aside, it's, it's been a tough season. It's been a hard season. And, and I think it's affected all of us, each one of us in different ways, but it has just been a challenging time. And so I know in this challenging time, there's been key moments throughout it that the Lord has just brought rhema words to my heart that have encouraged me, that have built me up, that have been a lifeline for me, you know, that have smacked me around a bit and got me back into, into the right mindset, you know? And so uh, I won't share all of them, uh, but, but I wanna share some key ones with you. I just felt like God said, just share some of the words. And so, so I want to just start with you in Psalm 91. So that's where we're going to begin. Because right, right from the beginning of this, actually before COVID hit here in our church family, we actually had a prophet uh, named Ewell Crawford come to our church. And this was right at the start of 2020. And one of the things he said, he said, Psalm 91 is going to be really key for you in the season that's coming. Now, none of us knew what was coming. But he says, Psalm 91. And then the other thing he said, he said, and praying in tongues or praying in the spirit on a regular basis. So if I just get off on that side for a second, I want to encourage you, if you have that spiritual prayer language, be praying in tongues on a regular basis. I know some days I feel discouraged. Some days I feel overwhelmed by all that's going on. I just get in my prayer closet. Uh, I don't really have a prayer closet, but you know, I get wherever I can find time. I find a place to walk. I find a place just to, and I just begin to pray in tongues and I begin to pray in the spirit. And I actually sense as I'm saying this right now, there's, there's, this is for somebody right now that, that, you know, you would just set aside daily time to pray in the spirit, set aside daily time to pray in tongues. I remember a number of years ago, we were going through a very challenging circumstance in our church and uh, there was a lot of pressure on me. It was really hard. And I got in some meetings with a, a prophet. He actually was from South Africa. So God had sent him. I was in America with my pastor. And then this prophet came from South 
Africa. And he actually had this word where he said God had sent him to America to, to meet with pastors and to encourage them to pray in the spirit for two hours a day. Now that's, I mean, that's pretty radical. I don't, but very radical. Maybe you can say that praying in tongues or praying in your heavenly prayer language for two hours a day. But he said, pray in the spirit for two hours a day. And something in my spirit really lit inside of me. I said, yes, that's what I need to do. Cause, cause it was, it was, it was really challenging for us in that moment. So I, I began to do it. And for, I, I, you know, to be honest with you, I don't remember how long, but I think for about three or four months after that, until I felt Lord start to release me from it, I would set aside two hours a day and pray in the spirit. Now, I don't share that with you to kind of brag or to try and show how spiritual I am. I'll be really honest. I realized after the fact, I needed that just to survive that season. Like this was not me being super spiritual. This was me surviving and, and tapping into God and, and navigating the season. And so I just, I actually feel an unction to just encourage you, not necessarily to pray for two hours a day in the spirit. Uh, that was a very specific word for a specific season. But I do want to encourage you, if you are in challenges right now, take time, set aside time, you know, start your day and pray in the spirit. When you feel overwhelmed and you feel discouraged, when you feel angry, just get up and begin to pray in the spirit. Just begin to stir yourself. I remember hearing another pastor who shared a, a word about the power of praying in tongues and praying in the spirit. It's totally as in my notes. So but we'll get to the scriptures in a second. But this pastor said that God called him back to school. So he'd, he'd gotten born again, really turned his life over the Lord and then God called him out of the business community school and back to school in 30. And so he said, he said he hated school. He, he was terrible at school. And here God was calling him to go to, to Oral Roberts University. So that's where it was. So he said he got into first day uh, math class. He said, the instructor said, good morning class. Let's open our books. And he said, that's the last thing he understood the entire day. He was done after that. So he was in real trouble. And he said, he'd get in there and he tried to study and he said after like five minutes, his mind would just seize up. He's like, I couldn't do this. But he said what he learned to do was he'd get in there and study. After five minutes, his mind would seize up. He'd get up and he'd pray in tongues for five minutes. And then he'd go back for five minutes. And then he'd pray in tongues for five minutes. Well, what he started to find happening was pretty soon it wasn't five minutes till his mind seized up. It started going 10 minutes or 15 minutes. And he'd pray in the spirit. And he actually tapped into a realm of God and a realm of anointing to help him in that season. And ultimately, he did amazing. He graduated. He got great. You know, his grades were good. But, but there was such a testimony. I always remember this. I mean, this was from years ago. But the testimony of when there's things you don't understand, when there's things you don't know, when you're under pressure, when there's a lot going on around you, pray in the Spirit and set aside time. And maybe even the Lord is calling some of you in this season. I don't, I don't know what you're facing. I don't know what's going on for you. I mean, maybe stuff's great for you right now. You still pray in the Spirit, right? Still tap into God. But especially if I'm talking to someone that you're really, you need wisdom, there's a lot of pressure. You're under the gun right now. I want to encourage you to pray in tongues. Pray in the Spirit. Set aside 30 minutes. Set aside an hour. Hey, maybe what I said lights in your spirit. Maybe God is calling you to take two hours a day for this coming season. Almost treat it like a fast, right? It's a fast from other things to tap into God. But God is speaking and encouraging that we would pray in the Spirit. So, I totally got off there. But I, I feel like that's for somebody. So, so make sure... Like he said to us, he said, Psalm 91 and praying in the spirit. So, so I've already encouraged you guys in praying in the spirit and, and just what God wants to do in you through that. And if you have not yet received your spiritual prayer language, you're not reach out to your pastors, reach out to your leaders. I promise you they'll be glad just to minister the baptism of the Holy Spirit because this spiritual gift is for everyone. And it's just, it's another weapon. It's a tool God's given us. And I don't want you to be without it. I don't want to be without it in the days that we're in. Right? So, so pray in tongues. 
and then Psalm 91. Let me, so we're gonna talk about Psalm 91 for a second. Let me read it to you. Now, part of the power of what I wanna to do today, I'm gonna to read these passages over you. Some of them are longer. And so I'm gonna explain them and share some thoughts from them, but I don't want us to lose the fact of the power of just the word of God being read over us, right? The power, so, so I'm even in just reading this. Maybe somebody going, wow, that's a long passage he's reading. There's something happening in your spirit even as the word of God is read and declared over your life. So let's look, Psalm 91. Psalm 91 says this, he who dwells in the shelter of the Most High will abide in the shadow of the Almighty. I will say to the Lord, my refuge and my fortress, my God in whom I trust, for he will deliver you from the snare of the fowler and from the deadly pestilence. He will cover you with his pinions, and under his wings you will find refuge. His faithfulness is a shield and buckler. You will not fear the terror night, nor the arrow that flies by day, nor the pestilence that stalks in darkness, nor the destruction that lays waste at noonday. A thousand may fall at our side, ten thousand at your right hand, but it will not come near you. You will only look with your eyes and see the recompense of the wicked. Because you made the Lord your dwelling place, the Most High who is your refuge, no evil shall be allowed to befall you, nor any plague come near your tent. For he will command his angels concerning you to guard you in all your ways. On their hands they will bear you up lest you strike your foot against a stone. You will tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent you will trample underfoot. Because he holds fast to me in love, I will deliver him. I will protect him because he knows my name. When he calls on me, I will answer him. I will be with him in trouble. I will rescue him and honor him. With long life, I will satisfy him and show him my salvation. Now, let me just, couple encouragements for you as a church family, for you individually out of this passage, things the Lord's been doing in me and speaking to me. Number one, I always want to encourage you, always remember, trust God for his protection in this season. Can I just say that again? Trust God for his protection in this season. You know, we're, we're in a time right now where, yeah, I mean, there's just, there's a lot going on in the world around us. There's been a lot going on in COVID. There's been other things that have been happening for, for many of us. There, there's been a lot that's happening, but I want to just encourage you today. I want to remind you in God's promises of protection, right? Psalm 91 is such a powerful passage that speaks of his protection over us, his protection for our lives. And I just, I sense even in my heart right now, just to encourage you, trust God to protect you. Trust God to watch over you. I mean, I don't know where you are today regarding, uh, you know, with COVID and how it's affected you, how it's affected your family. I know any time of a chance to speak that there's just so many diversity of experiences, but uh, wherever it's been for you, wherever it's at, how, however close to home it may have hit, I want to encourage you, trust God to protect you. Trust God to protect your family. Trust God to protect your children. I'm preaching to somebody right now. Trust God that he has got you. You know, one of the things that I've, I've prayed a lot about in this season and I've really been trying to pastor our church through is there is such an onslaught of the spirit of fear right now. There's such an onslaught of the spirit of fear. And I'm not even trying to point the finger at people. Right? Our battle's not against flesh and blood. We're battling principalities and powers and rulers of wickedness in high places. And so I'm not even talking about natural. I'm talking about the enemy's strategy to use fear to terrorize, right? And to use fear to, to come after us. And if we don't watch it, guys, fear can really begin to seep into our spirit. It can begin to affect our perspectives. It can begin to affect our words. It can begin to affect our decisions. Now, I'm not talking about don't use wisdom. I'm not talking about not being cautious. I'm not 
kind of preaching for or against, you know, masks or this or that. I'm not talking about all that, right? I think there's wisdom and we each need to be led by the Lord in how we walk and how we proceed and what we do. But what I really after, I'm after in the spirit that we do not come under a spirit of fear. Now, I know most of us don't do that on purpose, right? It's just the enemy bombards us and he attacks us and he tries to slip it in there. And see, so Psalm 91 speaks to us of God's protection, but then it also is, is encouragement and strengthening us to stand against fear, right? What does it say in 2 Timothy? It says, God has not given us a spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. And the name of Jesus right now, I actually just want to pray this over you right now. Just, just if, you, if you don't mind, just put yourself in a position to receive from the Lord. Father, right now, I thank you for the spirit of fear in any facet, in any way. God, where it's snuck into us, where it's beginning to fight, we speak today, it is broken in Jesus' name. Fear is broken. And we thank you for a spirit of power, a spirit of love, and a spirit of a sound mind. That's the Holy Spirit just flooding each one of us right now. We speak that fear goes in Jesus' name. And we speak power, love, and a sound mind that comes because of you. Take a stand against fear in this season. Right? Take verses like Psalm 9. That's for me. Now, I understand. Like, I'm not saying like, oh, magically fear should just go away. I'm not saying, and I'm not saying you shouldn't ever feel afraid. I feel afraid sometimes. I've battled fear, but I battle it. I don't receive it. Right? Like someone can bring a package to your front doorstep. They can knock on the door, ring the doorbell, and they can say, here, I want to give you that package. Now, the package is there. You can't be like, oh, this package isn't here. There's no package. No, the package is there, but I now have a choice to sign for it and take it or to say, no, thank you, and close the door. When the enemy comes knocking on your door with fear, say, no, thank you. Don't sign for it. Right? Sometimes he tricks us because fearful thoughts come into our mind. Fearful thoughts come into our hearts and we automatically assume that's me. No, no, that's the spirit of fear trying to come in. You have a choice. Do I sign for this? Do I say, yep, okay, I'm going to receive this? Or do you take a stand against it in the name of Jesus? Take a stand against the spirit of fear. Guys, part of this is it is for this season, but God is also training us for days that are coming. Now, don't get me wrong, I, th I think there's some amazing days that are coming. I think there's some awesome things that God's going to do, but there are also going to be battles and challenges. And part of what God is doing this season, if we'll allow him, is he's, he's strengthening us. He's, he's causing us to be expanded in our capacity and expanded in our faith and expanded in our boldness and expanded in our courage. But you know how that happens? Like it sounds great when you preach it, but it just happens in the grind. It happens when you're battling fear and it's hard, but you take a stand anyways and you pray and you believe the Lord and you reach out to brother or sister and you still don't feel different, but you keep standing and God ministers. Like it's just that daily taking a stand. So take a stand against fear. Come on, somebody where you are right now, say stand against fear. Right? And so the question then comes, okay, how do I really stand for, like how do I hold myself to God's protection? How do I stand against fear? And, and if I could, one last thought in this passage, because I've got a, a few more. I, I won't take as long. Or I don't think I'll take as long. We'll see. But I'm really going to try not to take as long as the other ones. But go back to verse 1. It says, He who dwells in the shelter of the Most High shall abide under the shadow of the Almighty. That's verse 1. Right? So the first thing, if we're going to live, take a stand against fear, it's about dwelling. Where are we, who are we dwelling in? Right? Are we dwelling in the shelter or the shadow of the Most High? This is speaking of intimacy. This is speaking of our time with Him. Your devotional life, your time with God, your time in the Word, your time in prayer is so vital in this season. That's even what I talked about from the Scriptures, right? And we're talking about uh, 
you know, I was saying earlier, praying in the spirit, right? Your time with God is absolute. Dwell. And then watch in verse 2, it says, and I will say of the Lord, he is my refuge and my fortress. Right? So number one, we need to dwell. Number two, we need to say. What words are we speaking? Right? What are we saying? And I'm not just talking about like positive speaking. Um, even though, I, I mean, I think it is good to speak positively. It's much better to speak positive than negatively. But, but here's where the power is. The power is in speaking the word of God. Right? So dwell and say. Come on, somebody say dwell. All right, somebody say, say of the Lord. Right? What are we saying of the Lord? Right? Oh, I just saw that right now. What are we saying of the Lord in this season? Right? There's a lot of things we can be saying, and we can be saying what the news is saying, and and I'm not against the news. I'm thankful to be informed and know what I need to pray for and know what's going on. We can say what, you know, what people around us are saying. We can say what that latest YouTube video or Facebook video or whatever is saying, or we can say of the Lord. Right? But if we're going to stand against fear, we need to make sure we're saying of the Lord in this season and we're speaking. Take Psalm 91, just speak it every single day. Right? Speak it and declare it. And at first, it might not feel like anything's happening, but I promise you, you keep dwelling and you keep saying, the fear is going to get less and less and less, and the presence of God and that boldness and confidence in Him is just going to get higher and higher and higher. See, a lot of times, we miss, here's what we miss. We miss, um, how would I say this to you guys? We're always looking for the big bang in the spirit. Like, you know, that big moment, that big time God touches me. I just felt his presence and I felt his spirit. And so often, here's here's how I'll say it. So often it's the gentle whisper, right? So often it's just being faithful and God just begins to work you, right? It's that seed that's sown in the ground and it just starts, the roots start to spread and it starts to grow up. And it wasn't like any one moment or any one day where it just went boom. But if you just keep at it, you just keep dwelling and you just keep saying, and you're not really feeling any difference, but you keep dwelling, you keep saying, and, and do I God, you, you keep dwelling, you keep saying, and in that you stand against fear. All right, so let's, in Psalm 91, let's, let's make sure that we trust God for his ongoing protection. Trust him. Make a, just say it right now. I trust you, God. Right? We trust you, Lord. And so we trust him. Number two, we are going to stand against the spirit of fear. And number three, we stand against fear by dwelling and by saying. All right, so I, <laughs> I just did a clock check. I'm, I'm totally off my 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 uh, my plan here, but let me see if we get a few more of these scriptures in because I felt so. Psalm ninety one, we talked about that. Everybody really do it. Well, actually, you know what? I just feel I I, I, had, I had some other scriptures. I want to talk to you about Psalm two. I wanted to talk to you guys about Daniel eleven thirty two. Uh, I want to talk to you about Matthew sixteen eighteen. But I just I, I just I can't get off this one right now. I can't come off this. I just really feel like, and, and I, maybe it's even one person watching. I, it could be more. But maybe it's just one person that just the enemy has so attacked you with the spirit of fear. And I just feel like the assignment today is for that to be broken. God has not given you a spirit of fear, but he's given you power. He's given you love and he's given you a sound mind. See, again, so often, guys, fear comes in. And again, please hear me on this. Yeah, yeah we're just going to park here. We're going to stay here and we're going to pray. Hear me in this today. Uh, fear, again, here's what, a lot of times what's happened, and we've definitely been guilty of this, maybe more spirit-filled, charismatic, whatever language you want, circles. It's like, uh, I have no fear. I don't feel any fear, right? And, and it's that kind of, but here's, here's what happens. We all feel fear, right? Courage is not the absence of fear. 
Courage is what we do when fear is staring us in the face. Right? It's like God said to Joshua, be strong and courageous. If I took you over to Joshua 1. Right? Why is God telling me? If you look in that passage, Joshua 1, like 1 to 10, he tells Joshua, be strong and courageous like four times. Why did God keep saying, be strong and courageous? Because that's what Joshua needed to hear. Right? With all that Joshua was going through, with all that was going on, and he was just about to take over leadership, Moses had died. I promise you, Joshua was probably feeling terrified. Right? Joshua was probably feeling just totally overwhelmed in that season. And so God comes to him. He says, be strong and courageous. Right? You might be, we're, we're all going to feel fear at times. But the, 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 the key is, what do we do when fear comes? What do we do? And God's word to you today, I want to encourage you, God's word is be strong and courageous. Be strong and of good courage. He didn't say feel strong and courageous. He said be strong and courageous. Right now, I'm, I'm not against um, being in touch with our feelings. You know, sometimes too, it's like, it doesn't matter what you feel. Just be strong and courageous. Well, no, be, be in touch with what you feel. Understand what you feel. Right? Understand your emotions. Shout out Dr. Glenn and Phyllis Hill. Right? Understand and, and understand some of, of, of what's going there, but then make a decision regarding it. So you can't deal with fear by being in denial. Some people try and deal with fear by being in denial, where they're feeling afraid, they're feeling terrible. They're like, no, I'm not. I'm not feeling afraid. Right? You know, it's, it's kind of like sometimes, especially if we're, you know, teaching in faith and the Word of God and learning to speak, right? We, we almost feel like, oh, no, I, I shouldn't even say I'm afraid. I shouldn't say I, I don't feel. Well, no, it's like, the Bible says, call those things that be not as though they were. Don't call those things that are as though they're not. If you feel afraid, I feel afraid, but, right? I feel afraid, but I'm going to be strong and courageous. I feel afraid, but I'm going to dwell in the secret place and I'm going to save the Lord. I feel afraid today, but I'm going to reach out to my brother or sister in Christ and we're going to pray together. Yo, I feel afraid today, but I'm going to go pray in the spirit for 30 minutes and I'm just going to get the fire of God flowing through my life and I'm just going to burn this fear out of here. Right? It's, 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 it's not about feeling, not feeling, but it's what am I going to do about it? And I just, man, I don't, whoever this is for today, just God wants you to be free from fear. That doesn't mean you'll never feel afraid. And it doesn't mean you'll never have an opportunity to be afraid. What it means is in the middle of that, you look to Jesus. In the middle of that, you go back to the word. In the middle of that, you are strong and courageous. You know, it's interesting because if you look in that passage in Joshua chapter 1, there's some key things. God said, be strong and courageous. And you know, the other thing he said to him that's always stood out to me so much about the passage, he said, meditate in my word day and night that you may be careful to do all that is written therein. In other words, get in my word, right? Meditate in my word. If, if you're in a battle with fear right now, I want to encourage you, meditate in the word day and night. You know, you know why some of us have, let, let, real talk right now, you know why some of us have such a battle of fear? It's because we are watching and listening and reading to things and filling our minds and filling our heart with stuff that is, is just putting fear into us, right? I'll give you a, a bit of a humorous example. Um, you know, for the last while, you know, obviously most of us have not been flying. Uh, but, you know, before that, my wife and I used to fly quite a bit. 
And, you know, so you, you're flying, it's good, you know, but my wife, I'll call her out a little bit, you know, sometimes she'd get nervous on the airplane and she'd be a little nervous in the flying and, you know, if we're sitting together, I can tell if it's there because, you know, she grabs my hand and, you know, I can tell, oh, okay, this is the moment she like, you know, I feel the grip coming, you know, it's just kind of, and usually it's not in there, it's usually if we're hitting turbulence or kind of taking off or landing. So, yeah, it's good, she's good, you know, we pray, it's just naturally for her, it gets to her a little bit more. But, but I laughed at her one time because she loved watching these shows about airplane disasters. And I would talk about it, I'd be like, what are you doing? Like, you already know you get a little nervous when we're flying. Why are you watching shows about airplane disasters? Why are you watching all these shows? Now, I understand, you know, kind of these disaster shows, it's kind of cool. But if you already know that's an area the enemy tries to attack you, why are you doing it? Right? It's not really, like, you already know the challenges that are there. But what are you filling yourself with? So we, we kind of laugh and, and she'll say every once in a while, she'll be like, hey, you know what? Let me turn this show off right now. I, I just don't even, I don't need this right now. I don't need to be feeding this into my spirit. So here's the question. What are you feeding into your spirit? What are you putting in, right? Now, again, I, I'm not saying this to say, you know, shut off, you know, never watch news, never go online, never read a newspaper. No, listen, <laughs> you need to stay informed. You need to stay connected to what's going on. But, but here's the thing we, we had to watch with ourselves. It's like, okay, you know, like we watch, we'll watch like CP24, right? And I always have the ticker and they run the same things. And we, especially earlier on, we caught ourselves and just like, we, we, we already know what it's saying. We don't need to keep watching this, right? We don't need to fill the atmosphere of our home with this, right? And, and we just, we made some purposeful decisions. Even at times we just said, listen, let's, let's, we've already talked about this enough. Let's, let's shift this conversation right now, or let's pray right now. We do not need to get down this road. Why? Because you, here I'll say, guys, you can feed fear or you can feed faith, right? And whatever's going to win is the one you are feeding the most. Come on, that's a, that's a word for somebody right now. What are you feeding, right? What are you feeding? Because whatever you're feeding is what is going to be strongest. And so what you want to do, let's go back into Joshua, right? Meditate my word day and night, night. Start to starve. And maybe, maybe you do need to shut some things off for a while, right? You know how you're handling it. You know what you're doing. But shut some things down and then feed on the word. Get the word of God. Listen to great teaching. Listen to great messages, right? Go, go back to some of your favorite messages from Pastor Sean or Pastor Michelle. Go back to other messages. Like you. Just feed your spirit on faith, Feed your spirit on the word. Feed your spirit on the things of God. And what's going to happen, your faith gets stronger and stronger. And then again, I'm not saying completely cut everything out. I mean, maybe the Lord tells you to do that. But, but like minimize. Stop feeding it. Right? Stop feeding fear. And feed faith and watch how God begins to turn it. Right? So as Joshua said, be strong and courageous. And I just sense again this word for every one of you. And, and I want to kind of shift gears because we're, we're just going to pray and we're going to minister for this for a second. I, re I really hope this has impacted many of you. I, I, I got to like the first line of my notes. It's like my wife's anointing came on me. Usually I'm good. I like stick with my notes. I got it all planned out. My wife prepares all these notes and then she gets up there and she goes prophetic and she doesn't say anything she wrote down. Um, so I guess that anointing came on me today because I'm like, why didn't you have my computer here? I didn't so I say it. But here's, I've just felt like God was saying, this is where, the, it just, I felt the Holy Spirit so strongly on this and is really breaking the power of fear. So let me, let me recap. Number one, pray in the spirit in this season. I just feel like there's some people watching. This is going to break some things through for you. 
just pray it, set aside time, pray in the spirit. Number two, Psalm 91 is a sword for you in this season. Psalm 91 is a sword of the spirit so that you can stand firm, so you can wage war against the enemy. Treat this, right? The word of God is living and active and sharper than a two-edged sword, right? In Ephesians chapter 6, it talks about the sword, the sword of the spirit, which is the spoken word of God. That word spoken is the word rhema. That means it's a word that's become alive to you. Right, it starts off as Logos, it's the written word, which is powerful and real. But you get in the Logos, and then the Holy Spirit quickens it to your heart, and it becomes a rhema, and then it becomes a sword that you can begin to stand with in war in the Spirit. One of the reasons a lot of us are getting beat up in spiritual warfare is we don't have a rhema word we're standing on. What is your word in this season? What is your rhema word? I would encourage you that Psalm 91, let it be your rhema word. Let it be. Uh, that you and you just begin to speak and declare. You get up in the morning and you just declare. Maybe get together if you're you're married with your spouse. Get get your kids involved and you declare. You say, "We dwell in the shelter of the Most High and we abide under the shadow of the Almighty." We say of you, Lord, you are our refuge and our fortress. Our God in you we trust. Surely you deliver us from the snare of the fowl and from the perilous pestilence. You cover us with your feathers and under your wings we take refuge. Your truth is our shield and buckler. We will not be afraid of the terror by night nor the arrow that flies by. By day, the pestilence that stalks in darkness, the destruction that was wasted at noonday. A thousand may fall at our side, ten thousand at our right hand, but it will not come near us. We will only look with our eyes and see the reward of the wicked. Because we've made you, Lord, of the Most High, our dwelling place, no evil shall befall us, nor any plague come near our dwelling. You give your angels charge over us to keep us in all their ways. In their hands they bear us up, lest we dash our foot against a stone. We tread upon the lion and the cobra, the young lion and the serpent we trample underfoot. Because because we set our love upon you, you deliver us. You set us on high because we've known your name. We call on you. You answer us. You are with us in trouble. You deliver us. You honor us with long life. You satisfy us and you show us your salvation in the name of Jesus. And then we can jump over into Isaiah. No weapon formed against us will prosper. Every tongue that rises against us in judgment shall be shown to be in the wrong. We can jump over to Romans chapter 8. There's nothing that's going to separate us from the love of God. Nothing can be able to pull us from his love. And we can jump over, we can just begin to jump over scriptures and you're speaking the word of God and your faith is rising up. You've got a sword of the spirit that you're standing against the enemy. And so Father, right now in the name of Jesus, God, just in this moment, I thank you for the spirit of fear being broken in Jesus' name. Lord, I thank you today for a spirit of power, God, rising in the hearts of people. Not because of me, not because of some message, but because of the Holy Spirit. I thank you for the power of love being released, God. Lord, let your love just wash over every person watching this right now. I thank you for the Father's love. I thank you for God the Father's love running over and just overflowing every single person in Jesus' name. And Lord, we thank you for a sound mind. Father, I thank you just where the enemies come for some and he's just been attacking thoughts, thoughts, worries, cares. We just thank you that that is broken right now. We thank you for the helmet of salvation that guards our mind, that we have the mind of Christ. And I just thank you and we declare today, peace be still. Peace be still. Father, I thank you for just encouraging each one of us. I'm, I'm including myself in this prayer, God, in this season. Because straight up, guys, I, I mean, can I be really transparent? I had a hard week. I, I, I had a hard day leading up to sharing this message with you, just with some battles we're facing, some different stuff that's going on. But you know what? I'm going to dwell and I'm going to say, 
right? I'm gonna, I'm gonna be strong and courageous. I'm gonna meditate in the word of God, right? We, we're, we're in this together and we can push forward in this together. And so Lord, I just thank you right now in Jesus' name for every person watching. God, I thank you that they're gonna dwell in the secret place of the Most High. They're gonna abide under your shadow. They're gonna stay so close to you in this season. Right? It's kind of that picture, right? You just, if you're in someone's shadow, you're staying close. Stay close to Jesus. Right? And then they said, and I'm gonna say of the Lord. Right? What, what are we saying? What, what words are, are we saying of the Lord? Or are we saying of the circumstances? Are we saying of, of the situations? Are we saying the challenges? Are we saying of the Lord? Again, I'm not saying we deny the circumstances or challenge or stick our head in the sand and pretend they're not there. No, we can see what's going on, but I'm going to say of the Lord. I'm going to say of him in this season, what are you saying of the Lord? Right? So, so we're going to dwell. And Father, I thank you. We're going to say in Jesus' name. Holy Spirit, even just now. Yeah, I just feel him right now. There's so many of you. There's just He's ministering peace. Some of you have grown really tired and weary. And I know even for as a church community, I mean, you know, even not be able to meet together physically, it's, it's challenging, it's hard. But I just feel the Holy Spirit just ministering fresh peace and strength right now. Yeah, some of maybe a tired and a weariness, but I just feel in the name of Jesus, the Holy Spirit is, is bringing fresh strength. Those who wait upon the Lord will renew their strength. They shall mount up with wings as eagles. They shall run and not grow weary. They shall walk and not faint. And I just speak this word over you today in Jesus' name. Wait on God. He is renewing your strength. You will mount up with wings as eagles. You will run and not grow weary. You will walk and not faint. And so we just speak this. We declare this today. We thank you for this, Lord. God, I bless the pastors, Pastor Sean and Michelle. I bless the leadership team in Jesus' name. God, I bless every member of this church community. I thank you for your provision in this season. God, you meet every need according to your riches and glory. I thank you for your protection in this season in Jesus' name. God, that you guard and you keep. Jesus, I thank you for your promise that you will build your church and the gates of hell will not prevail against it. And I declare that, God, over kingdom culture, that you are building your church. And we thank you that the gates of hell will not prevail against what you are building. God, we all need that in this season. But I thank you, Jesus. Build your church. Build your church. Build your church. And so we love you so much, Lord. We thank you for this today. In the name of Jesus. Everyone agree with me, said, amen. Amen. Can I ask you one more thing before I, I log off here and I'll turn it back over to your team? Is there anyone watching today? And as you're listening to me, you're, you're realizing, even this moment, you realize you're not right with God. See, the Bible teaches us that God loves us with an everlasting love but that we've been separated from this love by sin. Because of sin, we deserve punishment. We deserve eternal judgment. Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death. It's not just talking about like dying. It's talking about eternal separation from God. But the verse doesn't end there. It goes and it says, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Jesus Christ our Lord. Right? The wages of sin is death. We all deserved it. I did. I'm not just pointing at you. I'm talking about me. We all deserved it. But God gave us a free gift through Jesus Christ our Lord. It's eternal life. And just like with any gift, I can hand it to you, but you still got to take it and receive it. And so maybe there's somebody watching today and you know you need this gift of eternal life. Right? You know God's calling you. And I want to encourage you. Maybe you need to come back to him. 
Come back to him today. The devil does not have to get you to say no to Jesus. He just has to get you to say not today enough times. Don't say not today. Come back today. And so if you're of those people, what you need to do is you need to make a decision. I'm going to turn my back on sin and I'm going to give my life to Christ. And you invite the Holy Spirit to come into your life. So if that's you, can we pray together? And can you pray this with me? Just say, Jesus, thank you for your love for me. Thank you that you came for me. Thank you that you died for me. Today I turn my back on sin and I commit my life to you. Fill me, free me, forgive me. I want to follow you. Amen. Amen. So I want to encourage you. If you prayed that from your heart, God's heard you. And the word says, all who call on the name of the Lord be saved. And God's already done a work in you. He's doing a work in you. But reach out. Let the Kingdom Culture team know. Reach out. Maybe someone invited you, sent you this or whatever. Reach out. Let them know so they can pray with you, so they can talk to you and just encourage you on this journey. So without any further ado, it's been such an honor to be with you guys today. I, I, <laughs> I was a little all over the place, but I trust the Lord was getting where we needed to go. But we love you guys. I, I so look forward to when we get back to somewhat whatever new normal is. Want to, you know, just lo love to even be there sometime in person. Love your pastors. We're believing with you guys, standing with you guys. And together, we're believing together for what God's going to do our nation. Amen? All right. God bless you guys. Love you. Have an amazing Sunday. I'm going to turn it back over to your team.